Hi, and welcome to The Charlotte Show. This is a podcast about everything from mindfulness to lipstick. It's about creating a better you, and it's about playing full out. There's always time for fabulously random musings in your life about how to lead a focused life, and it's designed to make you smarter in 20 minutes or less. I'm your host, Charlotte Nellington, and I'm really grateful you tuned in today. So for the next 20 minutes or so, we're going to go on a fun little journey into the world of really interesting excellence. Every few years, society creates a new way to shame women, and a trend that has become part of our vernacular is to call women high-maintenance. If this is something you've ever had tossed at you, stick around, because today I'm going to set you free. Hello everyone, I'm so glad you joined me today for the first show of 2020. If we haven't met before, I'm Charlotte Millington of the YouTube channel Pure Charm, and of this podcast called The Charlotte Show. You can also find me on the web at charmillington.com, and that's where you'll also find all the copies of my podcasts and videos and links to those. So let's get started. In 1989, Hollywood released When Harry Met Sally. This was a romantic comedy for the purposes of the big screen, but for many of the women sitting in the audience, it was a really painful descent into the funny-not-funny expectations of men and women. In the movie, Harry was obnoxious. He was rude. He was demanding, and he was completely unbending in his opinions. He was exactly the sort of guy who, if he was in your real-life social circle, would probably be excused with something like, oh, that's just Harry being Harry. And that's assuming he was in, in your social circle at all, because he was an actual appalling character. Hollywood, however, being Hollywood, was determined that he was that they were going to make sure he and Sally were on a crash course for romance, which was a whole set of lessons for those of us watching the movie. Now, for those of you who weren't even born when this movie was created and was redefining the culture you're now living in, I'm going to give you a couple highlights of the movie. It starts off, really, Harry and Sally share a car ride together, and throughout the car ride, he's an absolute disgusting troll. Throughout the movie, their lives continue to intersect over a span of years and years and years, and every single time, he's a disgusting troll. Mostly, he judges Sally, and he delivers his opinions of her as factually correct. And then every time they meet, he chips away at her self-confidence and her self-esteem a little bit more and a little bit more, until eventually, she has been reduced adequately to his level, so now she can marry him. And this is what Hollywood called an epic romantic comedy. Women in my younger years found it less romantic and less comedy, but we related to it for a whole myriad of disturbing reasons that I should probably deal with in a separate podcast or separate video at some point. But here's the thing. As young women, we sat there and we watched this train wreck come to its inevitable conclusion. The the inevitable conclusion was that a self-assured woman with all the promise in the world is still destined to meet a troll and marry him and somehow this is going to be romantic and what a gift it is. And then after the movie was done, we just went about our lives. What we didn't realize, however, was that we had just watched the dawn of the latest gaslighting for women when Harry uttered the epic line, there are two kinds of women, high maintenance and low maintenance. Harry then mimicked Sally ordering her salad with the dressing on the side, using that as his justification for calling her high maintenance. Sally's response was, well, I just want it the way I want it. And thus, a 
whole new way to teach women not to get too uppity was born. If we as women know what we want, then clearly we're high maintenance. So let's unpack this whole business about what high maintenance is. A few weeks ago, I posed a, a question on Facebook. What are the things that are high maintenance? And most of the, the answers identified objects that were high maintenance. So what kind of objects? Gardens, angora sweaters, aquariums, sports cars, cast iron. You know, these are the, the things that are high maintenance because they're not self-sufficient. They require really significant upkeep to simply exist in their current form. And of that upkeep, the owner or the guardian of the object has to either use their own time or money to maintain the item. So that's what a high maintenance item is. But then an interesting thing happened throughout this thread on Facebook. A few people identified me as the high maintenance thing. Now this was intriguing to me since A, I had asked for things and I am most definitely not a thing. And B, I don't have an owner or a guardian who C, even if I did, had to use their own money or time to maintain me. In fact, I have a job and I'm financially self-sufficient. So what the H-E double hockey sticks is high maintenance behavior and why was it being applied to moi? High maintenance behavior actually can be summed up as Sally saying, well, I just want it the way I want it. If you know what you want, then what you're willing to settle for ceases to be a negotiation and it turns into a standard of behavior. This standard of behavior is the foundation of what we appreciatively refer to as sophistication. According to the online Cambridge Dictionary, sophistication is, quote, the quality of being complicated or made with great skill, unquote. The qualities or properties that exemplify, that exemplify sophistication are also intertwined with refinement, which is typically a good thing. Now, if that weren't true, box wines would appeal to all palates and we would all drive, drive a Lada because, after all, who doesn't get excited about a gallon of wine served in a cardboard box containing a plastic bag full of wine and a car internationally known for its DIY mechanics? But since that's not the case and we live in reality land, we know that we're a culture of people who literally crave sophistication. We love the sleek lines of a luxury car and we will happily trade fuel economy for the purr of an engine that we can't diagnose without a computer and a tech. Being able to describe wine is an art that goes beyond a refined palate because you need an extensive vocabulary to be able to both claim and understand what it means when wine has a complex, buttery start with a surprising grip. Sophistication is not for people who can't tell the difference between Coke and Pepsi. In other words, if your debate on the best pizza delivery place in town is as far as your palate has evolved, then yes, a woman who orders a salad with her dressing on the side is going to be a, just a, a tiny bit high maintenance by your standards. But to be clear, that's a you thing. That's not a her thing. Let's unpack this a little bit more because this is our world and we have to live here. So we might as well know how to handle some of this stuff because we as women getting called high maintenance are going to have to deal with these people. But then I'm going to get back to the main topic, which is knowing the difference between being high maintenance versus being sophisticated. The first thing, and I can't stress this enough, is to ignore the behavior of people who call you high maintenance or who I call Harry's. No offense to Prince Harry, who is just completely amazing. And it looks like he and Meghan have moved to my homeland here on Vancouver Island. Just saying, don't mean to brag, but I'm throwing it out there. 
Harry's of the worst kind have limited vocabularies, and they don't like to be confronted by any uncomfortable introspection that may actually reveal who is the demanding person in their encounters. You can't change their beliefs, so it would not help you or them for time to be spent explaining the difference between sophistication and high maintenance. Attempting to educate them for your views on their lack of depth won't net you a new convert. Instead, you're both just going to be uncomfortable in each other's company, and they might even think you're kind of a jerk for picking a fight. If you want to maintain your credibility to have influence over them and on the people around them, and maintain your integrity, because that's an important thing here, which because it also means you haven't lost your, cred your credibility, learn not to feed their bias. And that's really another way of saying don't pick a fight. And don't, don't pretend you're educating them and you never had any intention of picking a fight and you don't know why they're responding like they're responding because you're just saying what you're saying. Because here's the thing, you know as well as I do, if you engaged with them, you're picking a fight. So instead, here's how you can deal with them. Say something like, that's an interesting perspective. I'll have to think more on that. And then deftly introduce a new topic of discussion. Like, hey, how are things going for you at work? Tell me what else is new in your life these days. It's a very gentle reprimand because if you approved of the topics and their views, you'd encourage them to continue. But instead, it doesn't embarrass them when you gently let them know that you think they have the opinion of a caveman. This is important because in the world of influential behavior, undermining another person's credibility or self-esteem does not meet the goal of being influential. In fact, it reflects really badly on you instead of on them. Disagreements over politics and the rights of women are going to happen, but making someone else feel wrong is harmful. High-maintenance behavior is, is truly what happens when you make a conversation all about you, and that's not gender-specific because I think Harry's kind of high-maintenance as well. But here's the thing, make it all about them, make it all about the other person, and you're going to be both charming and influential. You, truly, if there's a difference between being high maintenance and being worldly, it is that being high maintenance is a judgment that has no depth and is based only on what is visible to the judger's eye. The biggest tip to ensure that you maintain your ability to influence others, even when they have deemed you to be high maintenance, is to be clear that you always act with integrity. If you have high self-worth, then someone else's assessment of you, however low, isn't going to sting. Now here's the last tip. Be clear on your end goal. Many people get caught up in the moment and then they switch their focus to winning instead of influencing. If you truly want to hone your personality so that you're more charming and thus more influential, have really a laser vision on your end result. You can pick debates, sorry, you can win debates or you can be charming, but it's unlikely you're going to achieve both. Okay, so that was a lot of tips, but let me circle back to the entire reason why you, why you listen to this entire podcast. So what is the difference between being high maintenance versus being sophisticated? So I have an answer for you, but I'm going to warn you, it's going to offend every single human being on the planet who has ever called somebody else high maintenance, especially if you applied it to a woman. Here it is. Being sophisticated starts and ends as a state of mind. That's not the offensive part, by the way. I'm getting there. So hold on. You learn to walk as if you have purpose. You learn to stand with dignity. You learn to dress yourself as if you place a very high value on who you are. You set minimum standards of what you consider to be acceptable behavior from the people around you. And then you decide that every moment of your life has to include intention, value, and purpose. Being high maintenance 
is what you become when someone judges you to be out of their league and they attempt to gaslight you and tear you down to a level that they can access and control. Sophistication is how you act. High maintenance is how other people judge you when they don't respect you. Harry was wrong when he told Sally she was high maintenance. Sally knew what she wanted. In every single scene of the movie where Harry does not appear, she carries herself well, she dresses well, and she speaks well. That is the very essence of sophistication. The problem is that when Harry comes on scene, he insists on tearing her down. Throughout the movie, he judged her, he was rude to her, he behaved horribly towards her. And then Hollywood insisted on calling them a love match, which meant that yet another uppity woman was put in her place. A real-life Sally, who was both sophisticated and confident, would have punted him out of her car in the first scene at the very first bus stop and then driven away without ever considering him again. It would have been a short movie, but we would have cheered. Just saying. Hollywood, if you're listening, can you please make a sequel to this? One where she punts him out and drops him at a bus stop. So for all of you women who've ever felt a twinge of guilt or judgment, every single time you get your hair done or you get your nails done or you spend a little more time choosing an outfit just so you can run to the store for milk, I'm setting you free. This is your moment. You are not high maintenance. You value yourself. And for that, you are sophisticated. And that's a good thing. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of The Charlotte Show. If you liked what you heard and you want more, you can visit me at my website, charmillington.com. So that's it for today, but join me next week when I'm back. And by the way, I'm always looking for interesting ideas and inspiring guests. So if you know someone or you have an idea, make sure you drop me a line. You can just say hi, give me a, a like, or give me your great ideas. So visit me at my website. That website again is www.charmillington.com. Thanks a lot for listening.